0: before we uh, begin. Father God, thank you and uh, praise you for uh, today. We pray as we turn to your word now, help us to have minds and hearts and ears which are ready to to listen, to learn and to love you more. In your name we pray. Amen. Uh, So I thought I'd start with uh, a few jokes because uh, nothing's like church without a few jokes. Uh, So uh, where do sheep get uh, their wool cut? the bar bars oh it's good it's, it doesn't get any better so um appreciate them whilst you've got them uh what's the she- what's a sheep's favorite magical creature come on of course it's the unicorn unicorn you she oh dear uh, uh this is a more it's much more famous one what do you call a sheep with no legs a cloud yeah. <laughs> i got to laugh then. That's good. Uh, one more. Uh, what do you call a sheep that does karate? Lamb chop. Oh. See, that's good. I'm appreciating those. I'm appreciating those. Good. Ah, oh, you got to love a good sheep joke, don't you? Uh, today in our passage, we are told that we are sheep. not exactly the most flattering image, um, especially when you see photos like this. Uh, yeah, I don't know quite how sheep get into such mess. Um, the one I really, the two I really like is the the sheep in the tire swing. How or why it's in there, I don't know. And the sheep in the the inside the children's chair. Yeah, And the sheep up there, they're on the roof of a building. So how how they got on the roof, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Jesus says, "I am the good shepherd." And when you hear the word shepherd, you might think of a. I've got hold on. Where is it? Man in a flat cap. He go with his uh, trusty sheepdog. And uh, of course, he can't forget his shepherd's crook. I've got two, because I thought, well, why not? Shepherd's crook. That's what you think of a shepherd, isn't it? Well, unfortunately, that's not the image the Bible... That's going to fall over. That's not the image the Bible, the, uh, the image, uh, the Bible uses. In Bible times... Shepherds uh, were people uh, who led the flock. And people, uh, the Bible uses shepherds in that way. In the passage uh, in Ezekiel 34, uh, the, that passage speaks out uh, against the shepherds and the leaders of Israel. They were lining their own pockets. They were looking out for themselves. The leaders of Israel have been rubbish. And God effectively says, well, if you want a a job done, uh, you've got to do it yourself. And God says, I will remove the leaders of Israel. I will rescue my flock and I will look after my sheep. In the spaces of 40 verses in Ezekiel 34, God uses the words, I will care, love, look after, in reference to his people 25 times. 25 times God says, I will will. So as we come to John 10, Jesus turns up and says, I am the good shepherd. And our minds are immediately meant to go back to that contrast with the the bad shepherds in Ezekiel. This is God doing it himself. And Jesus is good because he is worth following. Jesus is good because he is worth following. The Bible talks about two flocks, two groups of people, if you like, uh, who, uh, ones who follow Jesus, who are part of God's flock, and those who are not. And the question we are left with, and the question we're going to look at today, is why should I follow Jesus? Why should I be part of, of Jesus' flock? And today we're going to see three brief answers to that, uh, to that question. Uh, If you have uh, the kids' sheet in front of you, uh, there are four boxes, and the first three of them, which I think are in yellow, uh, you need to listen up and you need to see if you can see why being part of Jesus' flock is so great. And then in the box below it, write or draw something that will help you remember that reason. And so here's the first reason. The first reason to follow Jesus is he gives up his life for the sheep. Jesus gives up his life for the sheep. Uh, Jesus is worth following because verse 11 we see that the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. If God was to appear uh, before us right now, you might expect to have to serve him. Like many leaders of the world uh, or celebrities or leaders of companies, if you're a leader, people serve you. Uh, They do what you say Well, it's not the same with Jesus. When Jesus comes, the maker of the universe, the king of all creation, he doesn't come demanding service. No, Jesus comes to serve and he gives himself for us. When danger comes, when the wolf appears to harm the flock, to kill the sheep, the hired hand, well, they run away. They don't care about the sheep, it's just a job. But Jesus... Jesus, the good shepherd, he doesn't run away. He gives his life so that the sheep might live. When Jesus returns, the, the whole world will stand in judgment. Jesus, the good shepherd, stands between us and judgment. He gives his life on the cross so that we, his sheep, might Live. I often come across people who think, I don't want to, I don't want a shepherd, I don't want to follow Jesus, I want to strike out on my own. But if you know anything about sheep, they don't do very well on their own. On the day of judgment, we'll be able to stand as 100% perfect before God. Speaking of myself, I don't want to face judgment. On my own, but as part of Jesus' flock, He gives His life for me so that I can stand. So, what are you going to draw for that first uh, point? Last week, Edward uh, very helpfully came up with some emojis, so I thought I'd uh, uh, just steal them. I'm just going to steal them. So, uh, here's my idea of emoji. Uh, That's an idea. Well, I thought helping hand would be my was my impression of that. So, uh, someone helping uh, God helping us giving his life for us. Maybe you can come up with something better than than I can. But that brings us on to our second reason why we should be part of Jesus' flock. Why? Because Jesus knows his sheep. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd, I am the one worth following because I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Let's think about uh, Boris Johnson for a second. Not the most popular character at the moment, uh, but he is the current Prime Minister. Now, I'm sure you all uh, know of Boris Johnson. Uh, You've probably watched him on TV. Well, you will have if you've been around for the last 18 months. Um, And maybe you've seen him. He came to Chesham uh, a few months ago. But to say that I know Boris Johnson, well, I think that's a big stretch. I might be able to say hello to him, but he hasn't got a clue who I am. Why would he? Often people think it's similar with Christianity, uh, that God is some distant higher power and wouldn't have a clue who we are. But Jesus says that's not true. Jesus says he knows his sheep. Being part of Jesus' flock means being in a relationship with God. This is a personal shepherd. Belonging to Jesus' flock is like being part of a family. You know your family well. I know my wife, uh, Danny. Dani, uh, I know she doesn't like uh, butterflies or birds or flying things. It, it just freaks her out. There are approximately 7.6 billion people on the planet at the moment. Yet Jesus says in verse uh, 3 of chapter 10, the good shepherd calls his own sheep by name. Now I've been watching a TV series called The Chosen um, I don't know if you've heard of it or seen it. Uh, it's based on the life of Jesus and uh, around his disciples. And there's one point in the first episode where Mary Magdalene, who's uh, who's very well known in the Bible, she's a very troubled woman, and she was walking home and Jesus comes up behind her and just says, Mary. And I love that scene uh, because you see a complete change in Mary. Like uh, she's been searching around in the dark and couldn't see a thing. And then suddenly The lights are switched on, and there before her is Jesus, the God who knows her and calls her by name. Jesus knows his sheep, and what's more, his sheep know him, and they listen to him by following his commands. Jesus knows his sheep. I wonder what you're going to do for that second uh, box. This is what I came up with, uh, father and son emoji. That intimate relationship with you, uh, which you have with your family. Maybe you can come up with something better. Jesus gives his life for the sheep. Jesus knows his sheep. And finally, Jesus welcomes all who will listen. Have a look at verse 16 uh, with me. I have other sheep that are not of this pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. Uh, Jesus here is talking to a group of Jewish uh, leaders and they've just literally in the passage before this they've literally just thrown out a blind man because he didn't fit their expectations of God's people but Jesus says I'm not going to be restrictive on who can be part of my sheep pen I am the good shepherd and I am for all the nation Uh, Jesus is including not excluding One of the most famous passages in the Bible is John 3.16, and it says this, God so loved the world that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus isn't the shepherd of the, the lucky few. Jesus is the shepherd of whoever will listen to his voice. It doesn't matter your, your colour, your creed, your ethnic background, it, it doesn't matter how expensive your house is or if you don't have a house at all. It doesn't matter if you passed the 11 plus or you didn't pass the 11 plus. In Jesus' flock, in God's family, you come as you are. Uh, the book that Edward had based this uh, series off, there's a quote in it which I really like and it says this, welcome to church, uh, you may have noticed that the doors out uh, there are painted red. Well, it's an old Christian tradition because we enter into church through the blood of Christ. Out in the world where we live the rest of the week, well, we never measure up. Our lives are never complete. We never fully belong. And then we come into church through the finished work of Christ on the cross. And what makes the difference here, the reason why we belong, is that we're walking into completeness already prepared. Therefore, we can be weak. We can be honest with ourselves and with one another and with the Lord. And he says, we belong welcome. So to all who are weary and need rest, to all who mourn and long for comfort, who fail and and desire strength, who sin and need a saviour, this church opens her wide her red doors in the name of Jesus, the friend of sinners. Welcome. We are glad that you are here. That quote for me sums up this community here at St Mary's. It's saying, come and be part of it. If you're sitting here for the first time, welcome. If you're still at home, we can't wait for you to come and be part of this physical community again. Jesus says, come as you are to a place and a flock where you don't need to pretend to be anything else but you. I wonder what you draw off that final point. I thought of this uh, random collection of emojis, all showing different emotions and thoughts. So why on earth would we want to join the flock of Jesus? Well, in this passage, uh, there are three clear reasons for me. Jesus gives himself for us. Jesus knows his flock by name. And finally, Jesus welcomes everyone. Jesus says, Come one, come all. Jesus is the good shepherd, and he is worth following. As we finish, let's pray. Father, well, we thank you and we praise you for sending Jesus. We thank you that he is our good shepherd. We thank you that he dies in our place for us so that we can have an intimate family relationship with you we thank you that you know us as a family knows each other and we thank you that you welcome all people no matter their background no matter how bad they think they are we thank you you welcome all who listen to him we thank you for this amazing truth help us to go out and share this truth with those around us in your name we pray amen